Oh, hello, weary travelers. Come on in. It looks like the bod is about to begin. I'll pour the ales over the stories, fables, and tales about the bards, battle axes, and bows taking out their ferocious foes. Just take a listen to the tales that we spin here at the Carriage Rest Inn. Previously on Carriage Rest Tales. Benson's recruits assisted the city of Black Bay Harbor in some community outreach projects, helping to prepare the city for the upcoming Festival of Lights. Our adventurers teamed up with their fellow recruits to build the stage for the festival's performances, and even Nomis had to chip in. Following a hard day's work and a brief rehearsal, the party went their separate ways. Vaso headed off to bed, exhausted, only to be met with more hardship. Woods, as always, left looking for a quick snack, crossing paths with some unexpected acquaintances along the way. Nomis stuck around for a little extra practice with Wallace, but was led astray by a familiar figure. How will the party react to their various adventures? How good will their festival performance be? How much food will Woods eat at this festival? Let's find out now on an all-new episode of Carriage Rest Tales. How much wood would Woods eat if Wood could eat Wood? <laughs> I also like the word astray for the cat character. You are now a stray cat. Yep. <laughs> all right, well, well, maybe that's Nomis's middle name. Astray. Anomis, Astray, Astray Greytail. Yes. Well, welcome to another episode of Character Tales. Alter Ego. I'm your host, the one in the Dungeon Master's mic, and to my left, we have the Stray Cat. You're going to steal my line. I was totally going to say this is the Astray. Fine. Hey, everybody. This is Ryan. I will be playing the Astrayed Bard Nomis. Hey, everybody. This is Nick. Um, I play Macho, the half-orc, half-orc barbarian. Hey guys, it's Sam, and I play Woods, and I'm starting to get this reputation that I like to snack, um, and I don't know where that's coming from. Hmm, yes. <laughs> where, yeah, no where, idea where, where that where might where be. Coming. Coming. No Not idea. like your character does it three times every episode. And goes and buys snacks, and it's, his friend, yeah, her friend I might be falls projecting from the- a little bit. <laughs> her friend falls from the sky, and she's just eating. That's fine. Yeah. To, okay. To defend Woods, she did not know you're going to be falling from the sky. I, I don't think Nomis did either, but nope. you know, she would have ate something lighter. <laughs> and this is your second uh, dungeon master, John. All right. So last time we finished up, you each had your own individual ex- adventures. I am, before we begin, going to pass out an inspiration card, and it is going to Nicholas over there. I feel bad because Nicholas attempted to use one of his beads during yeah. the game, but ultimately <laughs> was going to completely like break a mechanic in my world, so I couldn't let him use it, and I felt bad about it, so I'm going to give him inspiration. Oh. Yay. That's a fair consolation. Since uh, I really want yeah, to Yeah, your beads to can't beads. break the game, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're not cheap I tried codes. to break it, guys. I tried yeah, to break not, it. I, he told me that you used it. I was so proud of you. And then I was like, but then I couldn't accept it. <laughs> so then I said, you should give him inspiration. We are going to begin today's adventure with Nomis. You find yourself standing on the top of a rooftop holding a letter. All right, so I am on the rooftop holding a letter. Is this after? Right at the the end of where we left off with you. Yep, Yep. picking up right where we left (laughs) off with you. I can't remember if I read the letter. You did read the letter? Crap. (laughs) Said. Let me see if I wrote a note. Oh, yes. Okay. I remember now. Okay. As you're looking around, you can see the top of the Harbinger statue kind of sticking up above the city skyline. 
So you know you're about two blocks or so away from the Academy of Light, those big walls around the Academy. Okay. Just to give you some reference of where you are in the city. Gotcha. Uh, I think Nomis would be standing up there on the roof for a decent amount of time, just contemplating everything that he saw. How long is about a decent amount of time, do you think? Well, what time of day is it? It's night. It is dark. Yeah, it was probably like 11 o'clock-ish, 11 or 12 o'clock. I'd probably say, you know, hour, hour and a half. Like, he's he's really stumped. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. And then you head conflict. back to base? Yes. You get back to base uneventfully. Uh, it's pretty quiet when you get back. Nobody's really out. You get back to your room and roll a perception check for me. All right. So D20, and I get to add five. 18 plus five, 23. You open up your room, and immediately you notice that your things are not as you left them. They have been rifled through, and you also notice a familiar scent in the air. So you notice like your clothes are on the ground, bed's been turned over, all sorts of fun things. Perfume is in like all day grace? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Man, yeah. this night can't get any worse for me. Can I investigate and see if I can determine if they took anything or what they were might have been after? Yeah, go ahead and roll. You can have an advantage on your investigation since it is, after all, your stuff. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we let me roll an investigation? Correct. Cool, I get to add one. Uh, seven. Seven. I'm really, like, the perfume. Uh, yep, it's, I'd say the perfume yeah, has kind um, of caught your scent. And you are pretty distracted by that. So you're not, you're picking up, putting stuff away, but you're just too distracted to really take an inventory. Okay. Is Vaso in the room? He's, he's on the, presumably on the other side of the bathroom because you guys have kind of your own bedrooms that share the bathroom in between. Uh, one of the things you would have noticed with your perception roll was that the door to Vaso's room was slightly ajar. All right. I want to bust into Vaso's room. Make a perception check. What? <laughs> Like, do I get advantage because it's my room? Y- 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 I'll give you advantage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no miss playing the game. It's it's not because 16. it's your room. It's because <laughs> what what you're going to notice should be fairly obvious. <laughs> what you roll? 16. 16. Okay. Yeah. Vaso's not there and neither is his bed. His nightstand is How also, is that obvious? <laughs> his nightstand has also fallen over and is kind of laying where the bed should be. All right. So recap, I went to my room, stuff was rum- rummaged through, Vaso's door was ajar, I bust in what should be something obvious, which is his bed's not there, but his nightstand is? Well, yeah, no, the the, the absence of the bed was the obvious thing, but if oh, you okay. rolled very badly, you weren't going to notice that the bed okay. was gone. All right, I'm in like full-blown like panic, I'm looking for like signs of like a fight, blood, busted things. You don't notice anything other than your room is rifled through and Vasa's nightstand has fallen over and his bed and Vasa are both missing. Like Vasa's not laying on the ground. I <laughs> just want to emphasize that. Yeah. Right. His his gear <laughs> and his clothes, though, are all still in the room. Interesting. All right. You can see the clothes that he was wearing earlier that day kind of piled up in the corner. All right. Um, would Nomis have any idea where Benson resides? Yeah, I mean, Benson lives in the barracks. I was trying to think of yeah, the word there. Yeah, a few um, floors above you. Uh, you know the hallway he's in and make a history check. 
man, so many rolls. Okay, I get to add plus well, one. I'm trying to see if you remember what ro- what his room number 14. is. 14. 14. It's yeah, room number he's eight. in room 308. That was close. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the eight. All right. I'm running full steam to Benson's room, and I am pounding on the door. Benson! Benson! <laughs> Just a second. And you hear kind of a thump as presumably Benson is just getting out of bed. You hear a little bit of shuffling around. You hear a loud bang and a, ah, son of a, uh, hang on a second. All right. (sighs) The door opens and Benson is there looking very groggy and kind of favoring one leg like he just stubbed his toe. (laughs) All right. And I'm just going to be like, Benson, Benson, the, the, the squid guys approached me again, and I went to my room, and it's it's all tossed about, and Vaso's not there, and his his bed's gone, and Vincent, I don't know what to do, and I'm like shaking. All right, son, it's three son. in the morning. I'm gonna need you to repeat that again slower, and just take a deep breath before you do. All right. <gasps> the squid guys approached me after my performance. The, and, and the rat- ones with the brand? Yeah, those guys, they okay, rattled me. Okay, I'm with you now. All they, right. They rattled me again. I, I went back up to my room. It was like someone like ruffled through it. I went to go next door to find Basso. He wasn't there, and his bed's gone, and I don't know what to do. Hmm. Well, you his know, bed's I know Vasso knows, likes to go out late at night. and, wa- and I'm sorry, did you say his bed was gone? His bed is gone. Well, I somehow doubt that he has relocated his bed to the outside to sleep under the stars. So I think we need... Do you have any idea where he might have gone? No, I just... I literally just got to my room, noticed all my stuff has been sorted through, and it it, it looks like a disaster in there, Benson. All right. Uh, Sorry, I'm still waking up a little bit here, but I'm with you now, Nomis. I got you. All right. Uh, Should we go check Woods? it out? Do you know where she is? I have no idea. All right. Um, all right. Let's let's get uh, let's get Woods up, and I'll get a couple of the night guards to start looking around the grounds for Vaso. But uh, all right. Do, do, do I need to go get Woods? Yeah. Go go wake her up. All right. I guess reluctantly, I'm going to go wake Woods up. Woods. <laughs> Woods. Woods. You hear a knocking on your door. Um, Okay, it's three in the morning. It's now been, you've probably been home for about three hours, maybe four hours. So I don't know if you would have been asleep by then or if you would have been tossing and turning. Meditating, trying to meditate, drinking some tea. So I'm going to just answer the door. Hi. And I'm not going to really like look at her, look at her. Um, Someone's been in my room and Basso's gone. What? And uh, Benson. Wants you up in our room. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay. Uh, what do you mean he's gone? I he's gone. I I got back to my room and, and he wasn't there. Uh, uh okay. Let's, let, let's go. Um, okay. So she's gonna run back in and just grab her bag. I'm not waiting for her. I'm going back to my room. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, okay. I'm coming. Like, wait. And no, I'm, miss. Benson back to my is room. actually at your room when you get there. No, miss. And he says, "Do you go wake Woods up?" Uh, yeah, she's coming. Good. I uh, ran into a couple of the night guards on my way here and told them they're they're starting to search the grounds. Uh, when when Woods gets here, I think the three of us need to split up and search. Uh, I'm sure you two know some of the places he likes to spend time. Uh, I know he really likes your horse. 
Mm-hmm. Same uh, as Frederick. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. No, miss. Why didn't you wait for me? I, I'm just, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. What? Benson, what's going on? I'm, I'm... Nomis here informed me that uh, Vaso seems to have gone missing. And I wouldn't be so concerned, except that it seems like his bed has also disappeared with him, and that seems mighty what? unusual. His, like, his physical bed? That's right. Uh, she doesn't believe right him, so she's going to, like... over there in the next room. I saw it myself. It's, it's not there. She's going to walk into the bedroom and roll perception. I rolled a five, and I have a... Nine perception. Yeah, the uh, the bed's not there. The nightstand is also tipped over. But and she's gonna like, I don't. She's like shaking her head. Like, what? Who takes the bed? I don't know. Uh, but it tells me that Vaso is not just out for a late night stroll. No, miss. listen, Woods. You know where Vaso likes to spend time. Um. Well, I mean. Oh, he likes the horse, and he uh, he went. Didn't he go hunting once? Like, like doesn't he like wolves or something like that? I don't know. Maybe he's in the forest. Forest. All right. Uh, Woods. I think you might be best suited to go search the woods. See if you can find him there. I know the uh, the guards will be searching the the grounds around here. Uh, No, miss. Go and uh, go and look around the stable. See if you can find him there. I'll uh, I'll check in uh, on the roof. He might be up there. Sitting under the stars. Uh, okay. Before Nomis goes, he's just gonna like pull out his lyre and just look out the window and just play for like a minute, just to like calm himself down, and then he'll go to the stable. Um. So when Nomis walks past me, she's gonna kind of grab his arm and be like, "Hey." Um. Oh, I wh- I jerk. <laughs> hey. What? Um, what are you doing? We need a. We we have to talk at some point. I got th- our our friend's gone. I I don't think this is the time to. Yeah, I know. I just when he my stuff's been rummaged through. I. I have a bad feeling, and okay, I, just, I, I, just, I, I need to get to the stable. Okay, well, when I'm just telling you that we need to talk at some point. Okay. Okay. We go find our friend first. She's going to walk away. So, no, miss, you head down toward the stables, and there's nothing around there. You actually run into one of the other night watchmen who is looking around for Vaso and has not found any sign of him yet. So you go back to your room, and again, Benson is there waiting for you. And he says, no miss any luck at the stables? Uh, no, sir. And the, the other watchman was out there, and he didn't see anything either. All right. Uh, I got a different job for you then. I want you to sit. Do you know if anything was taken? You said your things were rifled through. I, I looked, and... I couldn't tell if anything was actually taken. Everything seems to be accounted for. All right. Well, do me a favor and double check. All right. Anything you can tell us about why they might have been here or where they might have taken Vaso, any kind of hint that might be in these things. Okay. I'm going to double check because I know I have my wooden dagger on me, and I'm going to see if like the music box is still there, the tapestry, clothes, yep. weapons. So now that you've calmed down a little bit, you do have – Full, thorough, like inventory of your stuff, and everything is accounted for. All right, Benson. Yeah, everything looks like it's it's here, and it looks like all of Vaso's stuffs in his room too, like his axe, his clothes. Hmm. Well, like who who would have access well, to our room? I mean, members of the order, pretty much only. Uh, anybody who lives in these barracks could have had access, and well, I like to think our security's tight, but it's not foolproof. I suppose some of the right properly motivated individual could gain access. And I'm not going to reveal yet who I think was here. 
So we're going to switch gears over to Woods, who is checking out the woods. But more so, what is going through Woods' head right now as she's wandering around looking for Vaso? And how intently is she looking for Vaso? Um, she's absolutely intently looking for her friend. Um, Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> um, so she's got a thousand things going through her head. Um, she's been meditating the last couple of hours and just replaying everything that unfolded when she was with... Damien and Dr. Vanessa. So kind of, again, just like replaying those, those things. And she's also really hung up on why Nomis is being so weird to her because like she always touches him, right? Like she always like pats him on the head, scratches his ear, do this thing. And he's never reacted like that. So she's super hung up on that. So I guess I actually talking this through, she's probably preoccupied with her thoughts, but she's out there searching, but I don't know if she's necessarily um, 100% of her attention looking for Vaso. <laughs> Poor Vaso. <laughs> the rest of the evening goes uneventful. You continue to do your random, oh, let me check over here, let me check over here. You go from the woods and you go over to like the park system and you're like, is he over here? You guys don't find Vaso. So it's now starting to become morning. Like you see the sun is starting to rise. Vaso is still in a disappearance at this point. And what do you guys do? Is Benson around? I would imagine. Uh, yes. I you, would... The three of you have gathered together to eat some breakfast because you've been up since the early hours of the morning. And in absence of sleep, you'll settle for food. Uh, I don't think at this point Nomis is ready to eat. He may have like a couple sips of like milk or something, but he's still very, he's he's still not himself. Like he, Like you can tell he's struggling internally with some things uh benson do you think it'd be all right if i find amelia and maybe we can do some flying around do some like air search it might help clear my head too yeah i think that uh that sounds like a good idea nomis uh do you mind if i go do that now yeah go go right ahead and i'm i take off to find amelia um what is going on like, do you know what she's like staring at Benson? Like, what is happening with my friends? We can't find one, and the other one is is being weird. Uh, well, his friend's missing, his squad mate, so that might have something to do with it. Yeah, probably. Listen, Woods, I've been thinking. Why do you suppose a bed would be missing along with Vasu? <sighs> I have no clue. I've been ra- I, trying to wrap my head around that. Can't figure it myself. Something was off last night, but I think getting woke up in the middle of the night, I couldn't couldn't wa- quite wrap my head around why what what was so odd about that. You know, it, it set off enough red flags to tell me something was wrong. But... Have we? And like a, a some like a light bulb just goes. But um, I need to go, and she's gonna walk away. <laughs> Um, okay. we, have, we have no respect for Benson anymore. It's like, we're going to go do this. Uh, bye. Um, and she, she turns, she, I, I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry, boss. Um, I just, something just came to my mind. I got to go see, I'm going to go check on something. Um, and she's going to go to Damien. Okay. Sounds good. So she's going to go back to the laboratory thing that she was at before. And she wants to go find Damien. Okay. You get to the warehouse laboratory area. And I'm just going to like walk in and Damien, 
Uh, hey, Damien. It takes you a while to find him, but then you're calling out, well, register, and he'll be like, oh, hello, Woods. Uh, is Did you take Vaso? Uh, no. Are you sure he's not, like, here? You didn't, like, find his... Is there something I should know about Vaso? Does he have some special connection to the rifts as well that I need to know about? No, he, no he's just missing, and for some reason I thought maybe that you found... <sighs> his shadow and and you decided to take him and put him where you put that other person no no we haven't seen vasa's shadow are you sure yes you haven't seen him at all no i haven't vasa's really missing he's not just at the brewery or the pub no we've searched okay i mean it is the festival he might have got a little excited the night before and just didn't make it home yet yeah i don't know that's just not doesn't seem like his personality um okay you sure he's not here Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't have Vaso here. Um. Uh. She's gonna roll. Um. I guess. What is it? Perception or insight? Insight to see if he's lying. Yeah. Oh. Uh, one. You are not sure. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Um. Okay. Well. All right. Well, if you see him, will you let us know? Certainly. Uh, and then she's going to turn and um, probably go do the same with Dr. Vanessa. We're going to cut scenes to no miss. When I first see Amelia, I just like hug her. Oh, okay. Like a very, oh. probably long, are you, probably uncomfortable hug. And are, just, are you okay, no miss? I, I don't know. I'm just I'm I, just glad to see you and I consider you like one of my best friends here. And it's just nice to have a friendly well, we are face. Now. And just, I trust you. Amelia, above all else here, so. And I trust you as well. Thank you for letting me know. Yeah. Uh, so I'll explain that Vaso is missing. His mattress is missing. I didn't know if we could fly around a little bit. And yeah, she would have already known. She would have been one of the people that would have been informed of somebody missing since she does aerial searches. Yeah, we can take the bird up again and um, maybe look around. Yeah, that'd be great. I think. If you don't mind, I think I'll fly this time just so that we no, get it's probably good, good coverage. Yeah, I'm a little distracted. So. Okay. Good call. And you guys will take off flying up and around all around Black Bay Harbor, and you're not going to find Vaso. You do see a lot of people setting up for the festival. Um, it is not today, but it kicks off tomorrow. So people are starting to get everything finalized. So the streets are busy, which makes it kind of harder to do like a aerial search for something that's a little weird. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Being up in the air does calm you down a little bit, though. I figured it would. Uh can we just stay up here for another like twenty minutes? We can stay up as long as you want. Cool. All right. And he's just he's just like on the front, and he's just like taking deep breaths. He's thinking about the letter. He's got quite the conflict stirring up inside <laughs> of him. So sounds good. Yep. Woods, as you are leaving Damien's warehouse, you get about a block of way, and around the corner, you um, make a deck save for me. 19. Yeah, you are able to move out of the way as Benson comes barreling around a corner. And he says, Woods, what what are you doing here? Uh, uh, uh what are you doing here? I, I think I know where Vaso is. Uh, okay, where? Uh, let's go. Follow me. Okay. And he starts be- heading back toward Damien's warehouse. <gasps> Dang it, I knew I should have kept pushing. <laughs> <laughs> so Benson goes through the doors of the warehouse and just starts calling out, Damien, Damien. Oh, Benson, what can I do for you? Are I need you a phase th- round. You need a phase round? I, more than one, actually. I need two. Okay. Um, Wait, here, what? He's going to give you just like a whole sleeve so you'll have you know five or six on you. Hmm. Thank you. I think Vaso is in Dorma. Wait. Dorma? What? 
Why do you think he's in Dorman? He hates Dorman. Why? I I was thinking about it. Not why would the bed be gone? What? Why? Bed and are and, you and t- if it even even so, h- how would nobody notice somebody carting a bed out of the out of the barracks? What are you talking about a bed? I mean that makes sense, but like, but oh, wait, no, no, no. Like he hates Dorma because he he closes the he can't. It like enrages him, so he wouldn't go through it. Well, I didn't say he would have necessarily been sent there voluntarily. Oh yeah. Uh, um. I was thinking if it would have been such a high visibility thing to get a mattress out, it must have left the barracks another way. And the only way I can figure that could happen is through, do- with through a, a rift. rift. Yeah, let's go. Uh, let do um do we should we get no mess or Woods? I think I think you should stay here for this. Oh no, I'm going. No, no. Really, and she looks I at think... she's gonna look at Damien. Tell him I'm going. I'm gonna go with Benson on this one. If it's Dorma. I've been there. We probably, I, I'm aware you've been there, but. What do this, you mean you've been there? This is an important mission that Benson needs to take on. He I, needs to move fast. I, I, I can move fast. I can fill you in on the way. Open it up. Let's go. Just trust me. I can't open anything. I was looking at Benson when I said Woods. that. We'll talk later. And he crushes a phase round then and there and is gone. Can I grab onto him? You can try to grab onto him, but he just evaporates through it before you can. Um, do I can I do I see any phase rounds? Like no, you don't. And Damien's gonna look at you. He's like, "What is he talking about? A bed? You just said Vasa was missing. It, yeah, his bed was missing. Also, you, his bed is gone. Like his physical bed frame and hay mattress is is also gone. Why would they take the bed though? I I don't. He was framed. alas the bod is needing a break so i your humble innkeeper shall give a few announcements hey guys it's sam I just wanted to take a quick moment and thank you so much for listening. If you hadn't had the opportunity yet, we really strongly encourage you to check out our website at caradresstales.com. You'll find links there for our Discord and our Instagram. Go ahead and follow us at at caradresstalesdnd. This is where we post a lot of funny in-studio videos and um, photos of us here. Thank you so, so much for following along on this journey. I cannot believe we're already knee-deep in season two. Again, we really appreciate that you can do anything with your time and you're choosing to spend it with us. I hope you enjoy the show. Great. It appears the bard is back and ready to continue his tale. For Woods and Gnomus, a couple of hours pass after Benson crushes that face round. And then... Basically what you see shooting out of the sky from Hillview, which is a district a couple of districts away, you see a flare kind of shoot up in the sky. Nomis, since you're up in the air already with Amelia, you easily both kind of lock on that there was a flare sent up, but this isn't like a firework flare. It is a known flare for members of the order that need immediate attention. So as soon as that goes up, Amelia just hard lines straight over to the orientation of the flare. Okay. John, do you want to describe what Amelia and Nomis see as they are pulling up overhead? Yeah, you see... At this point, Benson has already 
stepped back into the world, so you don't really see him stepping out of Dorma, but he is clearly returned because he is on the ground setting down a unconscious body of Vaso. Amelia, get me down there, please. She is able to get you down to a distance where you can kind of drop down on a rope and you come up to see Benson is doing his best to provide first aid to Vaso, who looks to be in pretty rough shape. He is he looks like he is burned in a couple of places on his body. Other places kind of look scabbed over. He is uh, kind of drained of color and really like he just he does not look good to you. You see uh, he's he's bleeding. Uh, you see multiple different cuts on his body, some bruising. Like he, he looks like he's been through hell. Benson, wait. No, miss. Is is first aid on the way? Uh, I'm gonna dispatch to Amelia to go get, or let's. You want to get him on the ship and get him to Doctor Graves. Yep. As you're saying that, right. Amelia is lowering the emergency basket that you guys have successfully installed on the air elemental ships. Is Benson's? Does he have healing spells, or is he? Nope. Is he okay? I'm gonna uh cast cure wounds on my friend to okay. try to stabilize him. Go ahead and roll the hit points for that. Sorry, I haven't casted it before, so I'm trying to make sure I Yep, makes sense. All right, I'm gonna cast it as a second level. So I get two D eight plus six. Go ahead and roll that up. Three Wow, five, eleven. You cast your spell, you see the magic kind of leave and go into Vaso, and you see some of his wounds start to cauterize and he's not bleeding as much, but he doesn't regain consciousness. Like there's more to it than just his physical ailments. Okay. But you load him up on the air elemental ship and Amelia flies it over to base. And before she even lands, Damien is at the landing pad. Oh, oh, Vaso. Oh, we need to get him to my facility immediately he needs to be treated he looks looks like he's got some of the disillusion absolutely not treated how and you see uh dr graves very rapidly approaching from the opposite side of the landing zone for the ship i have the facility vanessa i need to take care of him damien i outrank you when it comes to medical matters Vaso will be under my care at my infirmary I, yeah, I, I agree with Vanessa. I I don't know if I want you touching my friend. I have the facility. We've treated shock troopers. He's got the same injuries. And I'm going to look to Benson to see if he can help me uh, carry Vaso over to Vanessa. And Damien does know that he's outranked when it comes to medical mm-hmm. emergencies because Dr. Graves is, you know, the chief medical officer. So he doesn't put up, you know, like trying to fight, but he is adamantly saying, like, I have the facility. We've been treating shock troopers, you know, trying to go through that whole spiel. But Dr. Graves is right, Damien. She does outrank you here. I'm going to bring Vaso here over to the infirmary. Fair enough. If you need me, you know where to find me. And I'm doing everything I can to help Dr. Vanessa heal. Yeah, so when, as as Benson is carrying Vaso to the infirmary, Dr. Graves is following alongside, doing some basic uh, diagnostics on him the best she can while they're both in motion. So she's checking his pulse and his breathing, and so far she looks... Uh, she's definitely acting with a sense of urgency, but she doesn't look alarmed yet. When you get to the infirmary, Benson sets Vaso down on a cot, and Dr. Vanessa gets to work, and she is just, again, doing more diagnostic things. She starts to gather a couple of salves and bandages, so she starts bandaging up some of the larger wounds that are left after your healing spell, Nomis. But after a while... 
she's got him kind of all bandaged up and she says i don't i don't know how much more i can do for him he's he's suffering from the dissolution and i don't we don't know what we can do about that yet i think i think all all we can do now is wait Woods, what were you doing during this time frame? Were you there for witnessing that? Or were you off someplace else? No, I don't think I would be because um, I had already, yeah, I, I probably was back at the barracks or trying to find him, but I don't think I would be there for this. Okay. Nomis, what are you doing after Dr. Graves kind of says? Um, I think I would pull Vincent aside and Nomis is very distraught, almost like crying and- It's I, okay, I, Nomis. No, I, 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 think, I think this is all my fault. Um, I think I know who did this. What do you mean? Um, I told you I encountered the... Do we have a name for these people? Side note. Not yet. Let's name them. Um, The Dark Eyes. I don't know. Ooh, the Dark Eye. Uh, I ran into one of the the Dark Eyes, and I think they're somehow connected with my long-lost friend, Grace. When I got back to my room, I could smell her scent in my room. Uh, So they might be behind it, but I I don't know. But if... No, can you think of any reason why why someone would be searching through your things? I know you don't you say nothing's missing, but what what do you think they were looking for? I mean, all I have is this dagger. Bella's mom gave me this tapestry. I have this music box. I I don't, I don't know. What what was on you at the time of those things? Where what did you have on you that they wouldn't have found? The dagger. All I had on me the night was the dagger. Hmm. And I show it well, to I suppose him. it was that or your liar. Yeah, I, yeah, either of those two things. I have nothing else of value that I think's of value. Hmm. So why do you why, why do you suppose these these things are connected? Your friend, your long lost friend. I know you said you smelled her, but why? I mean, this is the third time since I've been here that I've smelt her, and I picked up on that scent in my room when I first got there. So hmm. I don't know if it's just coincidence or I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of all this. Did you say there was more than one of the the dark-eyed people? Yeah, there was one that approached me after my rehearsal with Wallace, and then I ran into another one of all places in the prison. There's one of these people in in the prison now? Yes. Well, as of last night, there was. Hmm. Nomis, I think you and I are about to take a trip to prison. I had a feeling. So Nomis and Benson are going to head off to the prison. By the time you get there, everybody that was on hold has been released. So your person with the brand on his hand is no longer in the prison. Now a couple hours have passed since Vasa has been discovered. Woods, you've heard it through the grapevine that Vasa has been found and he's in recovery, but not quite conscious. What are you planning on doing? I'm probably going to go see him for sure. So is it Dr. Vanessa, right? Correct. Um, And she's just going to kind of show up. Woods, how are you holding up? Um, I, I don't know. There's a lot going on. Vanessa. Indeed. I'm troubled by the events of the last 24 hours. So is it true he was in Dorma? It would appear so. But I, it, she's just so confused. So when we were when we were at the Rift in, in Cave Carmine, Vaso wouldn't go near it. Like he said he was just enraged by the Rift. So I just feel like if he went through it, he probably has been in so much pain because just the mere well, sight of it. regardless of... Whatever emotional state. I mean, look at him. Did did you see the burns? I don't. That didn't happen. The to dissolution. Us. It's. It was a rather advanced case. So dissolution happens when you go there, and then it tries to pull you back here, or when you're from there and you come here, and it pulls you back. Based on 
what you told me last night, it would seem that way, yes. So how long was he there? I mean, I'm acting with new information here, Woods. I I don't know how how much I can say for sure at this point. I just you don't you don't think that his like his shadow came in? No, I think this this does seem to be a. I said it was advanced, but it is by all accounts a an ordinary case of dissolution. And she's um, she's gonna look at um, we're a hundred percent sure that this is Arvaso. Um, uh, I mean, I as far as I can tell, yes. Uh, she's going to go to Vaso, and um, and she wants to roll like perception. Um, I would say investigation if you're trying to determine if it's your Vaso. And I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay. So I rolled an 18 and then a 7. So we'll take the 18. And you said investigation? Correct. Uh, Where is investigation? Uh, All right. So 17. I have a minus 1. Vaso, is there any type of like things like scars or anything that are on you that your party members would like immediately recognize that it's you? Um, Arrow wound to the butt. (laughs) That would be one. Yeah, of them. the arrow wound to the, yeah, the, the, the two. The two arrow wounds. Yeah. yeah, so I'm going to look. I'm going to do that. I'm going to check his, like, <laughs> I guess his thigh. Am I behind? Your thigh and your butt. I, probably your, I'm going to leave the butt alone. Um, so she's probably going to, like, kind of look up and check his, like, mid-thigh to see if the arrow wound is there. And you definitely notice that it's the exact same spot that you had shot him prior. Okay. As you're doing that, though, with your high investigation role, you realize that the clothing that Vaso is wearing is a fabric that you have never seen before. Um, what does it look like? Kind of like leather, but not quite. It's not quite as strong when you bend it. It's a little bit plasticky, like pleather. Yeah, I'm trying. I was trying to think of a word that was not plasticky because Woods wouldn't know what plasticky. Yeah, means, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, plasticky is the is the right word. Like shiny and um. Okay, so she's gonna lift up and then she's gonna like kind of softly just like touch the like spot and she's gonna look at Vanessa and say like, "This is him, but what is he wearing?" And she's gonna like kind of Vanessa, do you, what is this? And she's gonna like feel this weird, shiny kind of material. I'm not sure. I noticed that myself. I, to be honest, Woods, I don't know what to make of that. Does it look? Um, is the style of clothing the same? It just the fabric's different, or is it a completely different, like, like futuristic, weird type of? It's not super different, but it is unusual. Okay. It doesn't look completely out of place, but it definitely is not something you would see on an average day. Okay. It it very much looks like um I mean it looks like leather armor. Uh it's it's padded in some places and it's you can see that it's actually seen some battle wear, but that is about all that you are able to figure out in your time observing Vaso. You sit with him for a bit and with Dr. Graves and you chat a little bit, but nothing else really significant comes about. So Fast forward to the following morning. Uh, Sorry, Nomis? I think Nomis, while he and Benson were together, I think he would have like a full breakdown and tell him everything that he saw. Like, what do you mean, saw? Like, what? Everything that happened in my episode. Oh, okay, gotcha. And reveal to Benson, you know, Mm. I'm, I'm really confused about what's going on here, what I thought we were doing here. 
who my friends are. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what, what to think about any of this anymore. I understand how difficult that must be for you, Nomus. I trust you completely, Benson. I never, I never question you. I know you're, you're here for me. You're, I consider you my mentor and friend. And I, I, well, then I have this. Let me offer you this, Nomus. If there's one thing that I trust, it's the order, and that what we are doing is the right thing. I will look into what you told me about. I and, promise you that. And you, Vincent, can tell that Nomus is very almost disheartened by what you just said. Like he's I understand like he's still why that must be frustrating to hear. Yeah. But it's it's a simple fact that I I trust the order with my life. And that's not if anything, that's an understatement. So maybe one day I'll get there, but I don't think I'm there right now. Okay. That's fair. I'll tell you what, Nomus, I will keep this between us for now. Okay. I, I will see what I can find out. Like I'm still here for you. I you know, I just want you to know what's going on with me. Like I said, I, I trust you that. completely. I appreciate that. And I'll do the same for you. Just uh have faith if you can. Uh, I'm I'm working on it, Vincent. Okay, now fast okay. forward. <laughs> I just wanted to, no, I no, thought that was more. a good scene. No, it was for a good scene. It was a good yeah. scene to add. No, it makes sense. Um, but right. now we are moving on to the next morning. And oh, take it for it. Uh No Mrs. Bed is gone. <laughs> <laughs> what has happened to my friends? Uh Vaso, you wake up in the infirmary and at this point you've been completely bandaged up. Your leg has been broken. And it's in a, a, a medieval boot, which is like two sticks wrapped up with some cloth. And most of your arms are wrapped up because of the burns and, you know, disillusion that you had on them. And you have a bandage kind of covering a gash on your head. But you are awake, and Dr. Graves is excited to see that you're awake, but has information that Benson would like to see you in his quarters once you are ready and able to, you know, leave. Move around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll, uh, I mean, I'll like slowly get up. Like, can I do? Do I, do I get like crutches? And... Yeah, yeah, you'll <laughs> get two sets of crutches, um, so you don't have to put weight on your foot. Okay, your arms are fine. So, it's like, other than the burns, your arms yeah. are fine, so you can hold the crutches just fine. Yeah, and I, I'm, I, I'm gonna, if I can, get a change of clothes so I can get this thing off. Yeah, they would probably have some standard like order. Okay. You know, like it is the infirmary, so I imagine they would have some standard fatigues and that type of stuff that you could put on. Yep, and I'll I'll bring that that cloak or that what do you, whatever you call it cloak. Okay. Um, yes. Wait, wait, because I'm sure Benson can want to know. Yeah, like, I'm sure you'll get a backpack probably, so you can throw it over your shoulders as you walk out. Okay. When you walk out of the infirmary, you see that they're already kind of setting up for the festival. It is now the morning of the festival, and you see the high commander already has kind of set up the ceremonial fire. So in our world, the Festival of Lights, they set up the ritual fire, the ceremonial fire, in front of the pillars, which are the statues in each of the capitals. In your guys' case, the capital is the god city, so it's the statue of the harbinger. The high commander has already kind of got the ceremony of fire going, and you see that there are some citizens already there with their golden shards, placing them in the fire, kind of like a, think like a quiet celebration. And you know from world history that people that live a quiet life, this the first half of the day is kind of devoted to them. So if they want to let their golden shards go in a peaceful, quiet atmosphere, that's their time. So it's really not like a vow of silence quiet, but it's quiet. 
Anything you want to do on your walk from the infirmary to Benson's chambers? Um, I mean, I'm assuming you might, might be a little bit hungry. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> we have a problem. <laughs> so, uh, he Wee. might, you know, he might grab like something small on the way. Right. Uh, just okay. kind of like a to-go type thing. Yeah, yeah definitely... you looking at like the festival food that's along the way? Yeah, I, I was thinking like maybe maybe some of those eggs that I normally get. <laughs> The, the special eggs. Special eggs. Yep. Yeah. I'd say yeah, yeah, special eggs c- cure your hangover, yeah, cure your the, post-dorma adventure. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, you know, to help recover and stuff like that. I, so. Well, so, you are, uh, sorry, Mike, you are browsing the festival carts that you pass by on your way uh, through base uh, because there's a few just right outside and you find a stand that is not quite selling special eggs, but they are selling breakfast sandwiches. I will take one of those. <laughs> yep. And it's it's a pretty good breakfast sandwich. It's got you uh feeling nice and energized for the day. You're not you're obviously not at a hundred percent, but yeah. you uh you feel much better after you've eaten something. Yep. Yeah, and I think after that I'll I'll make my way to Benson's quarters. Yeah. Uh in fairness to Nomis, make a history check for me. Who? Uh, Vasa, make oh, a history Vasa. check. <laughs> uh, uh, eight total. Uh, you remember Benson's rooms on the third floor, but you don't remember what his room number is. <laughs> Go ahead and roll a D four. Yeah, I'm just gonna start knocking on doors. <laughs> yep. I guess. Uh, two. All right, you definitely get it on the second try, but you accidentally knocked on the wrong door the first time. Yeah, anybody answered the first one? <laughs> sure, somebody answered. Who answered? <laughs> Let's make an NPC. Um. It was Bailey, the uh, leader of Squad B, and I'll, I'll be like, says, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry." Hi, I, um, Vaso. Yeah, can I can I help you? I, I'm sorry. I think I got the the wrong door. Do Do you know where Benson's office is? Or quarters? Yeah, he's his office. Quarters. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, oh, I'm a little out. That's of it, okay. Sorry. I know. I heard you had a uh, quite an adventure. Yeah, an expe- unexpected one. Yeah. Well, if there's anything I can do for you, let me know. You know, I. No, I don't get a chance to talk to your squad much, but I, I'm here to support you just like Benson. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And th- sorry for the interruption. Oh, no worries at all. Benson's across the hall. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You go and knock on Benson's door and Benson opens it and he looks at you and says, Vaso, good to see you up and about. Yeah. Yeah. Good to be awake now. Awake again. <laughs> good to be on, on back on this side. Yeah, I know the feeling. Listen, uh, have a seat. Can I get you a cup of tea? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm. I'll. I'll, t- I'll take anything. <laughs> so help. Benson starts to fix you a cup of tea, and as he does, he is talking to you about. He's first just asking about your emotional state. You know how 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 you doing? How you holding up? Uh, what happened over there? And he's kind of sharing some of his own experiences going over there coming back and trying to reassure you, but you are not really listening to what he's saying because you've just noticed something in his room. Again, this is the first time you've actually been to Benson's room. Uh, do I, what, what, what have I noticed? <laughs> Sitting on Benson's kitchen table, as you were listening to him, you were just kind of observing and looking around his quarters, and you catch a picture of Benson and his sister Aurora and your father. Uh, Benson? How, yes, Vaso? Uh, how do you know my dad? 
And I point over to the picture. Uh, uh, I, uh, I'm sorry. Did you just say that that man is your father? Yeah, that's that, that's my dad. <laughs> Faso, I'm your uncle, and he pulls you in for a big hug. <laughs> what yeah, Va- Vaso is just like he—he, he, he, I mean, he hugs him. I mean, he's family. I—I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm not sure either. So, what was? <laughs> uh, is it in the notes? What was your father's name, Vaso? Um, in Vaso's backstory, oh, it's right. It was different. Uh, different. That's why I'm not remembering what it. Is it Clyde? Clyde is what... That's the name that you gave him, but I think I just had... Because I I referenced him... I just kept referencing to him as dad. Yep. But what is your father's name? We'll make it up now, and we'll correct it in the Um, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Someone please tell Kevin. (laughs) Yeah, well, well, Benson would know him as as Clyde. Um, He says, so Clyde is is your father? Yeah, but he... uh, I mean, is that... That Clyde, because he he called he, his name. He's always called, said his name's Kevin. Kevin, huh? Interesting name for him to pick in his retirement. I thought I haven't seen him in ages. I so you, you realize that that means that the woman in that picture, my sister, that's that was your mother. Vato is just he is just shocked. Like he does not like he 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 doesn't have any words. He he just. Like he's emotional, like he finally knows who his mom is. So he he starts uh you know, he's got tears in his eyes. Just... <laughs> is is there anything else specific you want to say to Benson? Um just tell me everything about her. <laughs> like I yeah, yeah, I mean he's gonna I, I was gonna say, he's that gonna that's say what yeah, you he's and gonna... Benson spend a while doing this morning is he tells you about your mom and you talk for quite a while. You tell him about your dad as you know him, and he tells you things that uh, you're some of the things that you're quite surprised to hear. You know that your father's quite a pacifist, but you find out that he was a strong fighter and a soldier of the order. And he and your mother were in the order together. Um, and they, your mother's death was actually what inspired Benson to join the Order of Light. Uh, how did? How did my mother succumb? How did she die? It was uh it was at the perimeter. I look, Vasa, let me let, let's save that story for another day, okay? Okay. Listen, I uh oh man, I I wish that it weren't the day of the festival and that we could just spend all day reminiscing and catching up, but there's another person close to me that I have to see off today. And he gestures to uh the corner a table by the door and on top of it is a large golden shard in a glass case is that uh that very room yeah it is my the the man who took in my sister and i when we were kids if uh you don't mind i'd like to join you and seeing them off absolutely and the two of you gather your things benson takes Virun's shard, and you head out to begin exploring and enjoying the festival. So Benson is going to be like one of the other types of the citizens, the ones that aren't as quiet, but he's going to want to bring his golden shard with him throughout the whole day. 
which is kind of a normal celebration during the Festival of Lights as you bring the Golden Shard with you as you're doing basically all the things that that person liked to do. So it's kind of like their last send-off before you say goodbye to them at the ceremonial fire. So during the festival, Benson and Vaso are kind of walking around, enjoying everything the festival has to offer. People are very respectful towards Benson because he is the hero of Black Bay Harbor, so they all recognize him. And you guys just have a nice day together walking around, learning a bunch about your mom and your dad and all that stuff. Gnomus and Woods, you are not with Benson and Vaso today. You miss them in the morning. You just didn't connect with them, but you are free to enjoy the festival on your own. Later in the day, you both have to be at the main stage for your performance. Gnomus, you and Wallace will be performing. Woods, you are going to make another attempt to conjure a fog cloud. But until then... You have nowhere to be, so where are you? Well, she's eating an apple, and... um, Just an apple? There's all these different festival food vendors, and you're just eating an apple? So she just, like, is walking out of the barracks with an apple in hand, munching on it before she goes and uh, peruses what's going on. Okay. Um, okay. So she's obviously definitely going to grab some snacks, but she's, she's going to try to find her friend Nomis because... They haven't had a chance to connect, and she has all the stuff that she wants to tell him, and he, she's a, he's acting weird, so she's on the hunt for Nomis. Okay. Nomis, are you going to make yourself available to Woods, or are you going to try and avoid her? Uh, I think Nomis right now is on the, like, a rooftop garden. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had a rooftop garden he used to like to go to. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's on the rooftop garden. I don't think he's being avoidant on purpose. I think he knows that he has to do this performance somehow. So I think he's trying to perk up, get into character, be that kind of showman that he needs to be. But it's he's struggling. So he's just trying to collect himself and get to that mental headspace to put on a good show. Would I, uh, can I roll a history check? Yep, that's what I was going to suggest. Uh, da, da, da. I rolled a 10 and I'm not going to, so nine. Do I remember? I'm going to say you probably don't. Yeah. Well, she's going to eat her apple. Maybe you stop by Nomis's room, but he's not there. So, uh, Nomis, are you going to hang out up there pretty much all day until it's time for you to perform? Uh, Probably a couple hours before, because I know okay. I have to meet up with Wallace. I need to round up the kids. There's a, there's a lot I need to do. But but basically, you're not going to leave until it's time to start preparing for your performance. Yeah, like I said, I'm, okay. Nomis is trying to get his, you know, yep. sh- you know <laughs> performance, I, I, I know. <laughs> performance hat on. Yeah, so Woods, you you do not have any luck finding Gnomus this morning. All right, what is the most interesting thing I find to eat? Uh, Well, you pretty soon, early in your day, you find Betsy's Beef Leather and other fine products, their remote location. Um, Hey, Betsy, Betty, how are we doing, ladies? Woods, nice to see you. Can I can I get you your regular? Um, yeah, you know, I will take a regular. Um. Can I get it to go though? I'm on a kind of I'm looking for someone, so uh, maybe I'll just snack on the road. I'm sure we can get you something to go. Hey, meet my my sister Betty, or I'm sorry, Betsy. I'm Betty. <laughs> um, Betsy, meet meet Wood. She's one of our our better customers. She comes in and buys lots of beef leather. We actually met in um Indra, and she didn't go give her a big hug. How is the foot doing? Oh, it's 
It's better. It's recovering. Oh, good. That makes me happy. I know you said you twisted it. I am totally blanking on this. Because <laughs> I'm making it up. Oh, oh I see. <laughs> As in probably. That, that would explain. Okay. Yeah, I was like, wait, did this actually happen? <laughs> but I did meet her. We did. She, Betsy, ran Betty's Beat Lover from remote location in Fendra. Y'all are going to have to keep up with my snacks, all right? Are you going to need to have a snack? <laughs> there's there's no, no way. Trying, okay, okay. It's Betsy's Beef Leather and Other Fine Products. That is the storefront in Black Bay Harbor. Correct. The second location pop-up store for the festival here in Black Bay Harbor today is Betty's Beef Leather. And in Findra was a temporary pop-up. Yeah, same thing. That, it was the second. Which one was running, Betty or Betsy? B- Betsy was running. Yeah. Betsy was running. Betsy. Okay, so we did meet Betsy before. Correct. Okay, Sorry. my bad. I thought we had not met Betsy to it's this okay. point. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, well it's like, nice to see you again. <laughs> it's good to see you. Uh, I'm. I will tell you, I've been craving that teriyaki beef. Oh well, we've got uh, a special holiday, a special festival blend of teriyaki here for you. Would you like a, a promotional gift bag? Only twice the price of our normal one. Absolutely. I love promotional things. Yep. So you Five get stars. a special commemorative <laughs> festival of light bag of teriyaki beef leather. Um, and I'm going to absolutely leave a five-star review for my favorite beef <laughs> leather place on, um, on Welp. 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 Here's your five-star Welp. review. <laughs> Welp. Thanks for the five-star shaped coins here. Woods, I don't know what exactly I'm supposed to, to do with these, but... I don't know either, Betsy. <laughs> yeah, a, oh, man. Thank, I appreciate the sentiment. Thank you so much. I just... I, yeah, this is so good. Um, All right, she's going to just take her, her stuff and... Uh, actually, no, she's going to grab some... Uh, was it, it was like sea salted nut butter or something? There was some something that Vaso bought... The first time that they were in the store, yep. she, he wanted to send it back to his dad. So she's going to grab that same thing. Okay, Yeah, I can't remember what it is either, but you'll be able to find it. Yeah, yeah. She remembers the container. She wants to get that and pick it up for her, her friend Vaso because he's kind of been through a lot. And as a joke, um, she's going to get a salmon leather <laughs> um, and hoping that will break the ice, um, whatever is going on between her and um, Nomas. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Uh, so you continue to browse the food vendors and you find things that are a little unusual, but nothing crazy rare or, uh, like anything you've never seen before until you get to a vendor who is selling a, uh, sort of flatbread that is topped with not your average pizza toppings, but it's actually topped with like a... You're you're not totally sure what it's topped with. It looks it's not red like pizza sauce. It's a uh, kind of uh, thick consistency topping on top of this flatbread, and you see a little bit of meat sprinkled underneath, and there's cheese on it too. What uh, and what? Yeah, it, it looks uh, rather intriguing. What's the name of this booth? Uh, it is there. There's no name on it. Oh, no name. Uh, she's gonna walk up to the counter. Um, hi. Hi there. Um, I don't know what's happening here, but the smell is amazing. What are you doing? Well, I call this a giving of thanks day leftover flatbread. 
I'm in. Yeah, so what? basically what I did one year, it was after the giving of thanks day. I'm from Findra, so we celebrate there with, an, uh, you know. The I'm, rainbow I'm, drop race. Yep. Um. So we one year we had a lot of leftovers from the festival, and I decided, hey, you know, these things, a lot of people in Findra, they put them on a sandwich, and it's tasty. I decided, you know, I'm going to take this one further, and I'm going to bake the bread underneath the leftovers. Oh, my gosh. I love this. Yeah, and you know, just do you want to try some? I absolutely want to try some. Yeah, so you take a bite, and there is like turkey and mashed vegetables and stuffing on top of a bread that is topped with a thick gravy, and it is very mm. tasty. Holy Mother Mary of Lucha. <laughs> this is, oh, and she's going to like keep it. This is brilliant. The the reds are, are they're not raspberries. What is this red stuff? Uh, those are cranberries. That is amazing. Side note for the for for the room and for the listeners, I actually made a Thanksgiving leftover pizza a couple days ago, and yeah? it was fantastic. Did you, what did you <laughs> like, highly recommend? Did you make like gravy as the sauce? Like a well, we had leftover gravy, so we like we baked the pizza with mashed potatoes, stuffing, and turkey on top of it. We put Sounds cheese really on good. it like you do with pizza. We also put mac and cheese on part of the pizza. Oh. Not like with the rest of it. We just part of it was a leftover mac and cheese pizza. And then we did a gravy drizzle when we were done with the pizza. It was so it was way better than I was think expecting it to be. <laughs> Sounds, Sounds delicious. Good. As you're having this conversation with Roy, you hear a couple of kids kind of running up behind you. And they're just like running past you. Like, oh, we got to get to the performance. We're going to be singing with Noma soon. It's so exciting. Ah, well, and she like kind of looks up at the sun um, and says, all right, well, Roy, this was amazing. Uh, are you going to be here all week? I will be here all week. That Yes. I'm looking forward to this tomorrow, um, but I believe there's a stage that I need to be on. Great. Well, uh, best of luck with your performance. Thanks. Uh, break a leg, as they say in the in the theater. Uh, break a turkey leg. And she walks away. <laughs> So at this point, you're at the story where you're rounding up all the kids and all that stuff. Okay. So I guess we'll flash forward to all the right, performance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, this is your time for your rounded. performance with the children. All right. So before the last episode, I asked the dungeon masters if Ada can enhance enchant my lyre. So the end of it's kind of like a microphone. Yep. So he can play it and kind of like bring it up and talk into it so people can can hear him. Yep. So it's just basically the tip of his lyre has an amplification spell on it so he can project his voice out a little bit better. I love that. All right. So Nomis, he looks normal to you. Like he's he's showy. He's on stage. He's got his hat. He's smiling. Uh, he tips up his lyre and he's, hello, Black Bay Harbor. Welcome to the Ooh. Festival of Light. Hey. How's everybody yeah. doing? Woo. Come hey, on. Bird. You all can do better than that. Let me hear you, Black Bay Harbor. Yay! All right. Well, my friend Freebird, Freebird, if I leave here tomorrow, would you still remember me, Black Bay Harbor? Of course, dumbass. All right. Yeah, Freebird. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, John. All right. So, Nomis is going to say, my buddy Wallace and I have been working on a song for you all, but first, we have a treat for you. And he's going to say, Bella, round him up. And Bella. You guys would recognize is the little dwarf, Aarakrokra, and she's going to run around and gather up all the children, and they form kind of a half circle up on, are they coming up on stage? 
Oh, yeah, they're on stage. Come up on stage, and Nomis, you're in the middle of them. And I'm going to bend down and say, this is just like we practice. Like, no one else can hear me. Just have fun with it. You're going to be great. And I'm going to turn back to the crowd and say, we've been working on a song for a very special friend of mine, Benson. This one's for you. And then I'm going to start going, Benny and the Jets tune. <laughs> they're going to they're going to sing they're going to sing and then I'm going to get to a point where he's just going to point to a group of kids like just randomly and they're all going to go Benny Benny <laughs> and then they're all going to go Benny is the best <laughs> and it's just going to go on for a while I'm just going to keep pointing they're going Benny 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 and then they're all like raving their tambourines and maracas whatever they have and they just have a good time I love perfect that. as you finish up your performance with the children. You look out to the crowd, and you are unable to locate Benson. Unfortunately, Benson and Vasso are not in attendance at your performance. Not that you know that for sure of at this course. point, but they got a bit distracted and carried away with the revelations of the day. Okay. But everybody in the crowd loves it because, again, Benson's known as the hero of Black Bay Harbor, so they all perfectly get your reference. All right, and I'm going to say, let's hear it for Benson. Yay! Let's hear it for the kids of Black Bay Harbor. Give them a hand. Such Free, a bird. Crowd. Free bird. Free bird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I'm going to bend down like, y'all did great. Good job. And we'll do this again soon. And they're very excited and go running back excitedly to like tell, tell their parents about this awesome thing they just did, even though the parents just watched them do it. <laughs> <laughs> did you see us? Did you see us? All right. And I'm going to look back at Wallace and are you ready? I am ready, a- my friends. Count us in. All right. So he's going to one, two, one, two, three, four. Your performance begins with a wonderful drum solo from Wallace, who just immediately turns the energy up to 10 right away with this drum solo. Everybody starts feeling it, and people start like grooving in, the, in place if they're not uh, all out dancing. Your lyrics are very focused on the order of the light, and you have come up with a, a hook for the chorus that is very easy for the crowd to pick up on and join in with, and you have almost full participation from the audience. Every person in the crowd dancing, everybody's mouths moving with that chorus that has infected everyone in the in the crowd. Woods, you are waiting backstage for your cue to let out the fog cloud, and you already feel your light beginning to swell, and you know that you are not going to have a problem producing this fog cloud at the end of the show. As the music kind of swells up and comes to Wallace's closing drum solo. The crowd is on their feet cheering. Woods, you set off the fog cloud and it fills the entire square that has been cleared out for this performance. Nomis, as you hit your last note on your lyre, your pyrotechnics soar above the audience, illuminating the fog clouds that Woods has set off and you just feel a weight off your chest after the last few days you feel very good and everything comes to a screeching halt as the entire arena hears the sound of a large explosion from the direction of the order the explosion happens and you can't see much in the concert venue because Woods's fog cloud is obscuring your sight. But Nomis, from on stage where you are, you can kind of see above the line of the fog cloud, and you see a rift begin to open in the sky above the order. 
and this rift is larger than you have ever seen. It grows and grows and continues to grow until it is 50 feet across. As the fog cloud clears, you notice that the crowd is fleeing in panic, except for a few figures in tan robes that are making their way toward the front of the stage. Woods, you are still backstage at this point and cannot see much from where you are. Gnomus, on stage, you are seeing all of these people in the tan robes who are headed directly for you on stage, and you are distracted by the crowd, and from behind you, you hear Wallace say, Gnomus! And as you turn around, you see Wallace's face go slack as he falls to the ground and fades away into a golden shard. And standing behind him is Grace, who says, Hello, Nomis. Nice to see you again. And so the bard's tale has come to a close. Ah, what a splendid crowd you have been. We hope... We hope we'll see you again at Carriage Rest Inn. Sam's giving me death eyes right now. I see them. (laughs) Can't believe you killed Wallace. Why do bands always dismantle when the drummer dies? Yeah. Hey guys, thanks for sticking around. Uh, This is the part of the podcast where you get to know us. Um, So tonight's question, this should fall right around New Year's Eve, if not after. What's everyone's New Year's resolution? I think Sam should go first. Callie. Okay, so I have a lot of things on my plate. um, And one of them... um, Specifically, I'm starting a nonprofit. So for me, my New Year's resolution is to get that up and going um, and have it just be successful. So partnering in, with our attorneys and CPA and getting a full-blown LLC um, and 501c created and then partnering with all of the schools and other organizations that I want to partner with. So that is my New Year's resolution is to to give back. It's called Sam Snacks, by the way. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so mine, um, and I'm actually kind of already starting working. I've actually already started working on these. Um, and one of them is to pass an actuary exam and then get a actuary job. Woo-hoo! So that's for next year. I'm taking my first, I'm taking my test in January. So hopefully I'll pass that one. And then after that, it's get an actuary job. So, um, and I'm also trying to lose some weight. So yeah, and I'm already doing that. So I'm just going to con- continue to do that. I feel like we're starting that, like I was telling you guys earlier, December 5th. So we'll probably be on that bandwagon also come the new year. Um, and How- when, no, no, I was gonna say when Nick <laughs> becomes an actuary, I will be the only person at the table physically that is not an actuary or has ever been one. To be fair, I was never credentialed. Mm, wah, you were wah, close yeah. enough. Wah, wah. And I, I won't be, I'll just be like a, an associate or like a analyst. analyst. So close I won't enough. be an actual actuary. actuary. But you'll work your way there. Yeah. It takes a while. It takes time. It's okay, Sam. I'm not an actuary either. Okay, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Ryan? Yes? New Year's resolutions? Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, I think I'd want to start taking some sort of lessons. Ooh. Like guitar lessons. Uh, I've been looking into that Krav Maga martial Krav Maga. arts. Yeah. 
Sounds fun. You never know when a patient's going to flip out on you and you need to like, you know, disarm them, pin them to the ground, you know. In Put him nice, to sleep in with a two smooth fingers. way. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know. It's just some sort of like lesson. Like I love that. Now that I have a more consistent schedule as a nurse, I should That's start, awesome. you know, doing something uh, extracurricular. Well, I've also been wanting to do like a self-defense class or something like that also. So maybe I'll just join you. There we go. And Krav Maga. I don't know. But on a serious note, I might join you if you don't mind. Yeah, it'd be fun. Um, mine is you just going... did yours. You oh yeah, join me yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the one I had before you. Oh dang! Um, oh. was I've been working on a board game for the last few years. It kind of got put on hold because of the pandemic, and I'm really hoping to finally finalize it in this coming year. So getting all the copyright stuff done, finding a manufacturer, and either selling it to a game company or putting it on our website. To sell in house, so more news on that hopefully soonish. It's a super fun game. It was so fun. We played last night again. And John, yeah. So uh, my wife and I are trying to buy a house. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know if it's really a New Year's resolution so much as it is just a goal for the year. But yeah, um, we're trying to buy a house next year. Just hoping that we don't that we can actually afford to do it. We're just in an incredibly expensive real estate market. I love it. I love it. So I like, I'm really enjoying how positive and all fun. All of these sound. I'm buying a house. Isn't necessarily fun, but once you get into the house, it's fun. Yeah. All right. Well, awesome. Thanks guys. I'm getting the wrap up finger from Mike. So thanks so much for hanging out with us. If you have a question, there's something you'd love to know from us, uh, hit us up on our website or on our social media. Thanks for hanging out. Catch you next time.